0: those moments when you when you end up starting to like 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 we were saying looking up things that end up uh tainting your your suggested things like things like on TikTok oh my God. and all that
1: right like I mean not that I hate Animal Crossing because I love Animal Crossing but because I've looked up so many like Animal Crossing things like about oh is this art genuine or is it fake Mm -hmm. Like now all of my Google, like so many of my Google notifications are like, here's something about Animal Crossing.
0: Oh, dang. But, you know, um, oh, you know what? If you're looking up a lot of Animal Crossing, you know what notification um, has been coming up a lot for me? Hmm. It's one that ends up popping up, and it says, uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Giant Contrapan Robot Podcast. Oh, you (laughs) son of a bitch. I'm your host for today, Christian the Damon Llama Rider Ventura. (laughs) You don't have the right to be that smooth. With me today. (laughs) With me today is the irreverent uh, Benita I'm sorry, I just realized I don't know your last name. <laughs> it's
1: okay. My name is I've never hello, paid hello. attention
0: to your last name, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs>
1: it's okay. You guys can call me Levi. That was my
0: There so we go. It- perfect. Perfect. Let's go it's, buy that. It's going to be really hard for me to not add a captain on top of that. <laughs> but that's just the inner weave in me, I think.
1: <laughs> oh. So one of the jobs I worked at before uh, was customer service, and it was all online service. Customer- but they let us have um, aliases so that they're like we don't want anybody trying to search you like if they're unhappy with the service you give like we don't want you getting any shit and so like I use Levi Mm -hmm. as my alias and uh, Ah. one time I was on chat and this one woman came up and we ended up spending like 20 minutes uh, just on a deep dive of um, Attack on Titan oh she was like oh my god you're named after one of my favorite characters no you have no idea I'm in love with Levi Ackerman and I'm just like halfway through season one at that point and just being like (laughs) oh yeah no I love him too and I'm like I haven't met him yet I don't he is Yeah, like, yeah no
0: he's so cool he's so cool if you're only halfway through season one at that point yeah you haven't met him yet you haven't like actually had the really cool moments yet have you caught up on more of Attack on Titan since then
1: I haven't because um, at that point in my life, it just was making me feel constantly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to feel uh, moments of happiness.
0: Oh, no, yeah, you're you're totally right. It's one of those that's very difficult to watch, like, if you're not in the right mood.
1: Yeah, and so I feel like I'm still not quite in the, in the right space. Yeah, I think. I don't want it to be like a constant red wedding
0: oh god um, I mean it, and I feel ugh. like
1: it it is it's just like I mean it's red n- everywhere
0: it's not as bad I would say but it is definitely more s- spread out is the issue yeah I would say that's the I would say that's the issue because at least with like things like the Red Wedding you you get massive change in the story and narrative but it happens very quickly whereas in Attack on Titan you get that massive change but it happens spread out as a burn And each season Mm. is so different than each other that they have their own kind of like pacing and their own kind of storytelling weirdly. So if you're if you're still kind of like on season one right now, season one Mm -hmm. is really great. I'll tell you this season two is going to be difficult to go to from season one. But once you hit but once you hit like maybe episode four or five there. Then it you you understand the difference because the the thing is it's like when you come off of season one, if you don't know that all of the seasons are very different from each other as far as pacing goes, then it it is very jarring because it like slows okay. the hell down.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like Walking Dead season one and season two.
0: Exactly. Then but remember Walking Dead season two near the end where it's just like, holy shit. Okay. That happens a lot sooner, though. Not you don't got to wait all the way till season end of season two. But it is very it is a very good exercise at how although it may be a little weird to take a step back and kind of like see it in a different perspective as far as how the story is being presented. I think over time, now that like I'm very near the end of season four, I think I, for the same reasons that you're mentioning of like I need to be in the right mood and it's a very like heavy show kind of now for me. Um, I have to be in the right mood for it, so I haven't finished or caught up to season four yet, but I think I'm only like maybe four or five episodes behind from the ending. Okay. And uh,
1: Is that is it Netflix, Hulu, or Crunchyroll?
0: Crunchyroll and Verve. I'm using Verve okay. right now just because, although I love Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll has not let me signed into it for like three months and I'm salty. Oh. For some reason, like I sign into my account and it will just, it just will not recognize my account. I've checked it and I've like tried to like make sure that it's connected to the right email account and all that. But, Mm -hmm. um, but even when I, when I check that, it is connected to my email account and it's charging my card according to that email account, but I still can't log in for some reason. But with that same, with that same account, it also double pays for my Verve account. So I still have okay. access to that, which is how I know that it's taking my money because it's taking it from literally the same payment. So if, if I didn't mm. have access to Crunchyroll, I wouldn't have it on Verve. But for some reason, I can go on Verve and watch everything from there, but I can't sign into Crunchyroll with the exact same login. That's really funny. It's weird. Yeah. I got to contact him or something. Maybe I'll say, a- a- anybody who wants to help, you know, to, uh, add him on Twitter, be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs>
1: yeah it's oh my god it's just the funny payments cause I did uh, a stupid thing where I thought I had cancelled a gym membership because I fell for like the whole gas thing and they look how amazing our gym is we have a giant swimming pool and I'm like I miss swimming
0: that's how they get you. Um, the swimming pool ones always have an advantage
1: yeah and then of course like I hardly ever used it so I was like oh whatever I'm gonna cancel it Um, But I guess apparently I didn't cancel it because I started getting charged um, after the gyms reopened. Yeah, they they did that to me too.
0: They did that to me too.
1: And I was just like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, how do I cancel? And they're like, you can either go into the gym and cancel or you can like send in um, these three documents. You have to print them out, sign them and then send them back to us. Yeah. Cancel it. We need a photocopy of your ID. And I'm like... Make. <laughs> oh
0: yeah they shit. purposefully make it as inconvenient as possible to deter you from from getting rid of the the account
1: yeah uh, like, like the nearest like, gym where I can go and walk in that bit like is 10 miles away which doesn't sound far but like city driving 10 miles city driving 10 is miles is a lot so far yeah I'm like that's like 40 minutes of my time just to get there <laughs>
0: No. Is that, wait, the only one that you can go to, to to cancel, not the one that you can go to to actually use? Because that would be weird if you actually, like, have to go 40 minutes just to go use the gym in general.
1: Yeah, because that's the closest one to me. Because when I signed up, I lived a lot closer to it. Ah. And then I moved. Um, but they're like they're like oh well if you're within a certain radius you know we can cancel it but of course like I'm still within the radius
0: radius they're like yeah as long as you're in Colorado
1: yeah <laughs> like oh you're in Colorado Springs no that's still that's fine that's fine. Yeah, now you're within so the borders enough, you're fine we'll charge like, you. don't you worry better. about it we'll charge you you
0: <laughs> they it's like they're acting like it's they're doing you a favor that's the thing
1: yeah (laughs) so I'm just like one of these days, I'm just going to, have to be like, "Yeah, let's do this thirty 40 Right, right. Cancel well, this shit.
0: <laughs> well, for those of you joining us, welcome to another episode of the Giant Contraband Robot. <laughs> uh, we, ha- we have we uh, have gone on to our our normal kind of story to, uh, storytelling at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, started just our
1: tangents early for you there.
0: Exactly. Started <laughs> our tangents early. Um, also moving on, just with a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we unfortunately are not joined tonight by our our normal uh co-host desi desi uh desi is dead but uh, he is not dead though he is not dead he is not dead he is taking a rest for the dead though yeah so he will be back and until then uh benidi and i will be keeping you company so hopefully you guys stick you with get us to listen yeah what
1: our amazing voices
0: (laughs) there you go there you go so we are still here to keep you company and talk about a couple of things like for example um, moving in right like talking about talking about like moving right and the fact that you had to move and you still felt like you canceled it or whatever Loki has moved to a different place as well Loki seems to have moved up to Wednesday releases and actually has gone later in the month than anticipated
1: moving on Fridays to Wednesdays at first I was very confused. But then I realized, well, if movies are starting back up again,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And um, Black Widow releases and I think Loki will still be going.
0: Yeah, yeah, Loki will still be going. I wonder do you think they're going to have to make changes to the story kind of like how they, you know, later reported with Wanda uh, WandaVision and stuff?
1: Oh, I don't know. I hope not, because. I mean, I know I've already talked about this before with our Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I still don't think they should have changed the story because it's reported that it was like originally supposed to have sort of like a pandemic type uh, subplot there with the flag smashers. Yeah. Why they were talking about like the insulin and vaccines and stuff like that.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Um, and they were like oh it's a little too close to reality and I'm like but keep it cause like
0: it's uh I mean it was cathartic
1: yeah like it number one I feel like they probably would have handled it a lot better than anyone else He was telling me he's like do you know how many pandemic freaking episodes TV shows and movies I've had to And I'm like, I haven't heard of any of these. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, All the daytime television shows have been doing it. Oh,
1: God, I bet.
0: All Um, the medical dramas, too, like, for sure, we're doing it.
1: But, like, I feel like Marvel would have at least done it in a more tasteful way. But also I feel like we would have got a better story with the Flag Smashers and Carly,
0: especially, because they were just. Right.
1: Ugh. That was a, I got a hit with the brunt of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I know we're not. I know we're not talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now, but it was it was good. But I feel. I still feel like they did the Flag Smashers dirty as far as like uh, development.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm really hoping they haven't done that with Loki and it's the entire story right. that they tell. So. I think they're. I honestly think they're just moving it to Wednesday so they don't really compete with um, Black Widow. Because if it releases the Wednesday before Black Widow releases, they don't have to worry about like people talking the whole weekend about both Black Widow and Loki. So it's like, nope, you get to watch the newest episode on Wednesday and then go check out Black Widow, finally! 14 months later. 16... 16-
0: Hmm. Well, actually, uh, we we do have a little bit of a of a report here from uh, coming at us from comicbookreporter.com dot uh according to according to CBR Loki's move to Wednesday actually makes perfect sense the reason why why are corporate driven why are corporate driven being owned by increased competition in the public eye even within Disney plus itself but the execution both by typing the character into a move and even more subtle implications about the days of the week themselves turns it into an ingenious marketing tool is at least what they're trying to uh, to spin around with us and that uh, Loki's change from previous Disney plus series seems less strange when when the network's new slew of non-MCU shows enters the question. WandaVision and Winter Soldier were both were the only high-profile original shows premiering on the streaming service for the first part of the year. A Friday release was preferable because it generated buzz over the weekend, and it allowed interested viewers time to watch it on their days off from work. That's no longer the case, however, with Star Wars The Bad Batch debuting on Disney Plus uh, on May 4th, and the series running throughout the summer. Uh, the second A second marquee series that they report, High School Musical the musical the series will premiere also in mcu's old time slot starting on may 14th but with the expanded content comes the new the need to broaden the services footprint putting loki on wednesday makes a good deal of sense when it comes to the bigger picture at disney plus at least as being reported by cbr So they're literally trying to turn it into network TV. They're trying to basically... Yeah, like, it it seems like they're trying to structure it. Because the second that I read time slots, I was even thinking, what time slot? Like, you drop it at midnight when the day starts, like all digital media does. But for some reason, why? I don't know. They're doing time slots now. Eh. There is no time to have slotted. You can upload it whenever you want. Yeah. Like... It's a streaming service, bro. <laughs> because it, they're just, it, like, I don't, I don't get why they're doing that because they're saying it as if, oh, we want everyone specifically when the episode drops to watch it on Wednesdays and not be in competition with something else that comes out at the exact same time so that way they don't have the choice of watching this or that. When in reality, it's like, regardless of whether when you drop it at least for me I don't know about how many other how other people watch their stuff when I watch weekly release content now I don't ever feel the need to watch it as at the moment it comes out I watch it like when I know that I'm going to be able to watch it knowing that that's the day it dropped
1: I have just gotten around to um what's the chess one from Netflix
0: oh Queen's Queen's Gambit? Gambit yeah
1: yeah just got around to
0: watching that. How is After that? After all, my
1: friends were like, "You have to watch that. It's actually really good."
0: I didn't mean yeah. to check it out. I just haven't sat down and given it the time yet.
1: Yeah, it was one of those where I was like, "I'll eventually watch it." Like, I didn't need to watch it on release day, and that's the thing I love about streaming—is I'm watch it at my own. <laughs> Whereas, like, network TV, you know, you sort of you're stuck with watching it on their timetable.
0: Exactly. And so
1: yeah, streaming I like it cuz I can watch it on my timetable. So right. Whatever, Disney. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know I don't know about the move or the the decision to uh, to start looking at it like time slots, but I can mm-hmm. understand why they're doing it from a business perspective, I guess, cuz they can't plan for certain yeah. things. But from a consumer perspective, I don't know, it seems kind of weird to me.
1: Yeah, because it just... I thought it made sense if they didn't want to compete with Black Widow, but...
0: Right? I don't know. The whole thing with time slots. Who knows? But either way, they're pushing it to a different date than originally anyways.
1: We're getting it sooner. That's and true. that's honestly all I care about, because I'm very excited for this show. It looks just trippy enough that... Like, I'm scared I'm going to go down the rabbit hole I did with... WandaVision oh god we we're gonna have like all the theories like I still love all of the theories we came up with for WandaVision
0: oh no for sure for sure the theories were part of the fun of it
1: It was so much fun, but I'm also really nervous that I am gonna just fall down the rabbit hole or the time stream.
0: (laughs) See, this time, this this, uh, time, pun intended, you're gonna have to, um, instead of using your your red string for your cork board, you gotta change it to green for Loki now.
1: (gasps) Yes, yeah, and it's like so many different branches. Oh my god, I thought of like the most horrible thing. (laughs) Oh god! I think it's the most horrible thing because I'm like okay again like I'm still very much excited about this show but I just have the most horrible thought so like what if this show ends because we all know I guess we can call him the good Loki the mature Loki the died mat- uh-huh. in uh, Infinity War <laughs> but his last line after he obviously was thrown off screen and then he walks back on screen and he's just like you we will be in the sunlight again like together again brother before he dies like what if the variant loki like that's how the show ends like it's evil loki sacrificing himself so that like mature loki (laughs) can survive
0: oh god that was
1: just the random thought had in my head, and this is what happens. I haven't even watched this fucking show yet, and I'm already coming up with theories. So, like, I do apologize that I. <laughs> already
0: see, so you're you're I'm worried are, about already
1: down there. You're you worried down
0: there. exactly. You're worried about getting in the hole, but you're already digging it.
1: <laughs> I already jumped in. I fucking deep dived into it. I was like, fuck this shit, woo! You're
0: like, damn, they can't make me dig no hole, and you're already halfway down your ankles. And we're just like, we no, didn't make a yeah, you start. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're like, oh, I wasn't supposed to start digging yet I'm so sorry, <laughs> missed that memo. Show's coming out in another month, but whatever. It's like oh, I got
0: theories already. I'm just picturing I'm picturing your your mind talking about it right now to itself, and I'm picturing that that scene from Holes, where it's just like I'm tired <laughs> of digging, Grandpa. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you keep digging. That is
1: hundred percent my brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like part of well, i just-, just
1: like, please, I want to sleep. Just let me sleep, and it's like I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't digging, oh. You're building character.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my my.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So in case you guys didn't know, my brain is weird, and it just—you
0: know—I w- connect
1: I- dots that probably don't even need to be connected, but I don't
0: care. See, that was specifically for the people who are, for the fine folks who are joining us for the first time. Uh, for those of you that have been listening to us for a while, I'm sure you, you're well aware that we are all very weird.
1: <laughs> the twists and turns that happen, just
0: try and keep on your toes, people. It's, it's like the, uh, the the same kind of twists and turns that uh, stream you through the multiverse and time stream or whatever.
1: Yeah, because we need strings to keep track. Of
0: it's all uh, it's, everything now. I like, I hear someone has a theory about that.
1: I oh, though so speaking of okay, <laughs> how excited were you though, when you saw the the little sizzle reel? From Marvel, and so we see Black Panthers get uh, Black Panther. Oh my Is going to be Wakanda forever. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait
0: a minute. Wait a minute. Elephant in the room here. Oh! Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four. <laughs> Like, we've been theory- theorizing. Remember, we were talking about even, like, back in WandaVision. Like, WandaVision. what if it's Reed Richards? What if it's Reed yeah. Richards? We're, we might yeah. get that. We're gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and they just put oh it God. right at the end. They don't even give you the full four. They're just like, no, 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 no. Just the silhouette. You barely yeah. get it. Ugh. Like, they know. And
1: um. And the Marvels. The Marvels,
0: the Marvels, and and like okay, I was so impressed with the 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 look of the Eternals already.
1: (gasps) Yes, I (sighs) as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, "How do I get that sword Angelina Jolie is holding?" Right,
0: I was like, "Holy crap, that looks like my next like resin slash LCD project."
1: I will pay so much money for that motherfucking
0: thing. That is it. Was it looks so good?
1: Oh, that movie looks. Oh, it looks so good. I can't wait for the trailer.
0: Not to like, not to not to forget to mention like Jesus, Kamile Nanjiani can get it. Like it was it was worth it. <laughs> right? It was worth it.
1: <laughs> I'm like I will watch just 20 minute movie if you like um Oh, God. What was that show, CSI Miami, where he kept, like, taking his sunglasses off and then putting them back on again when he would say the punchline?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they do that in all the CSIs, I think, but yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I will watch just 15 minutes of him doing that. Just, okay. like, take off your
0: sunglasses and put them back on. It's fine. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Throw that jacket over your shoulder. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Do like, it. I'm just out here standing in the desert. You know, we're all here in V formation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gemma Chan just looking gorgeous in the sunlight. Everyone,
0: yeah. everyone! Oh my goodness! The uh, what? What's that actor's name? The Korean actor? Um, oh my goodness! I loved him. He he like oh. he was in a Train to Busan and a bunch of other stuff. Yes. Oh my god! Yes, shit, shit! I'm oh. Why am I blanking on his name? See, no,
1: it, I know exactly who you're talking about though. See, we always god, blank it. on people's names. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> Hold on. It's not like we have. But the I'm internet. just like
1: looking at this, and I'm like, did you literally just like? Ask the most beautiful people in the world to be in this movie. Exactly right. I feel like I'm gonna feel so self conscious when I go to the theater. Just be like, look at gorgeous <laughs> specimens of humanity. Well, they're
0: they're supposed to be <laughs> eternal. They are the. eternal. I eternals. mean, I
1: know technically they are. Um,
0: you wow! Know, actually it, I well, can't eternal, but. when I look up oh okay never mind I was going to say I couldn't find Eternals on IMDB but never mind I was just looking in the wrong spot uh, we are for the record the actor that we are talking about because I refuse to to let this pass by um, I am going to be very sorry preemptively that I that I am probably going to put your, your name because it's in Korean but Ma Dong Seok
1: okay yeah okay Yes, okay.
0: I I might have butchered that. I apologize if I did. It was my best college try. But yes, I, I love I love this guy.
1: <laughs> I feel bad because I can literally I only remember this guy's name, Rob Stark, even though that is not his name. <laughs> <laughs> Why Rob Stark? Because <laughs> he played Rob Stark At Game of Thrones. Sorry, it was the other actor that it was
0: in the movie. Oh, Kit Harington is who you're talking about.
1: No, that was uh Snow. Snow oh, wait, baby. no, Jon Snow. Snow. Wait, 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 uh, no. Rob Stark, he was, he was Red Wedding guy. Wait, no, you're right. Um, Wait, he's in Eternal? What terminal? the fuck is his name? Richard, yeah, he's Richard in Madden, too.
0: right. Richard Madden, there, yes. Okay,
1: okay, there you go. He's playing, uh, go.
0: he is playing Icarus, or Icarus.
1: Yeah, and like a bunch of other beautiful people are in this movie and I'm just like Jesus
0: it's like everyone in this movie can get it like yeah they, they know what they're doing here
1: they can sneeze and they'll get it like
0: it's like they can li- sneeze like, and somebody else would be there to help like wipe it up for them yes they're like please let me up for <laughs> so yeah that sizzle reel had so much for us to like start looking they're- at as fans it was crazy there was a lot of sizzle. There was a lot of sizzle. That There was a lot of yeah. sizzle and barely any reel.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, I can't even say, like, Black Widow is overhyped, because I feel like... I don't know if Black Widow can even hit the highs that are expected well, of I, this movie now at this point because it's been delayed. Yeah, I mean for so long and it's probably going to be people's like first big movie of it cuz I know I think that's the movie right now I have planned to be the first one I see in theaters again after this whole panorama.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been like so tempted to go see the movie that's in theaters right now that I've been wanting to see uh, is speaking to my inner weeb. The uh, the Demon Slayer movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's been
0: making me want to go, but I'm so I'm still con- I'm like oh, god I don't know if I want to go to a theater yet, but it exists and it's and it's out and it's in theaters right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm. I have to do those baby steps to go back into public. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got you. <laughs>
1: I just don't want to have a panic attack where I'm like, too many people. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> no, I, 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 I 100% get that. Like, I, I, uh, I, this pandemic, I've never been agoraphobic, but this pandemic has made me more agoraphobic than I've ever been in my life.
1: Oh, my God, right? Yeah. Like, even when I'm going to empty my trash, I'm just like, okay, make sure I got my mask,
0: <laughs> make
1: sure I'm like, I got everything I need here to do like a quick run and then get back into my apartment like,
0: yeah, it's like so, um, it's so compulsive to me now it's like I step out of my house into my driveway and I'll put on the mask and then get in my car and take it off again and then just be like exactly. why did I even do that why did I even do that I'm in my own house
1: like it's I don't know I'm gonna feel so weird having to leave my place without wearing a mask like it's gonna be it's gonna be such a process
0: it's gonna feel naked almost like my face it's so cold i'm gonna be like no
1: they're gonna think i'm republican
0: (laughs) it's like i don't want to miscommunicate like i care yeah no i do care about people oh god see it's like i I, i'm even worried about stepping outside now because even now it's like i'm worried about stepping outside and like a piece of a rocket falls out of nowhere and like comes out like what's like what's going on with like this 23 ton pieces of rocket that's gonna crash land from china now
1: i swear to god like i didn't expect things to be magically better in 2021 but I honestly didn't really expect 21 like 2021 to really just tell me 20 to hold their fear cuz like we still got fucking pandemic going on. We had a coup at, at the Capitol, Right. And then now we got like an uncontrollable rocket ship falling back. I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: No, you're right. It's like twi- like I would say 2021 at least for me has been tamer but overall same vibe.
1: Yeah, because I'm just like, has it been tamer? Or are we now just so desensitized to all of the insane news? Well, I have toilet paper. Like, like, yeah, like I still have, I still have toilet paper, which is
0: great. <laughs> what was it? I saw something online the other day that made me laugh about that. Where it's just like, like the the world, like uh, somebody was just. Uh, sitting in their car, and somebody randomly walked by and was just talking to themselves. Or disgruntled old man. And he's just like the world. World went to shit in 2020, and people started buying up all the toilet paper. I guess they figured they'd die shitting themselves to death or something. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, what was what was up with that, man? What was actually yeah. up with that? Because it was like toilet paper's not going anywhere.
1: It was just like. Um I don't know, like it seemed like a Karen type panic or like a Black Friday type panic, you kind- know. Kind of yeah. Like, people just lose their fucking minds um on Black Friday and it just that sort of was the same feel yeah. for me was they were just like oh my god, toilet paper it's like but
0: but why? Like yeah, yeah. Except on Black Friday, I don't go to Walmart, whereas, at least with the toilet paper thing, every single store that I could go to feasibly, even the 99-cent stores, were all completely sold out.
1: Yeah. That was, like... It was so weird. Yeah. For, like, the first time ever to go back and be like, oh, there, there is toilet paper.
0: Like, yeah, look, oh. there's not a there's not a sign that says limit to per person.
1: Right, right. Or like yeah, the fucking the sanitizer, the hand sanitizer. Like we can actually. I still get see s- signs yeah. for like one per person on that though.
0: No, yeah, I'm I'm barely I'm barely starting to see webcams be available again. Like kind of semi willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like webcams thanks. went so quick, it was crazy.
1: The oh the world is just
0: it's a it's its own it's been an
1: interesting place for the past 14 months now
0: right right <laughs> that's for sure that's for sure it definitely it, it makes you it makes you want to like it's weird like we we're talking about it being like Making us semi agoraphobic but it also, at least for me, has given me like a like a weird opportunity, at least at home, to um kind of like revisit some stuff that that just makes me feel good, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and I think there's a there's a way to do that with games, you know, like our like our guilty pleasure games. <laughs> I, think, I think we I all have them.
1: I have been do like I've been so bad this past year at playing new games, like. I have the newest games. Like, it's now become my version of books where, like, I buy a new book, except I still have a stack of books I have not read yet. But I'm still like, but I need this book. Um, And so I still have a stack of new games that I haven't played because I still go back and play, like, my old comfort favorites.
0: Uh, like what?
1: Um, so... One of my favorite uh, guilty pleasure games, and I feel so bad because it's not a bad game. I really wish it would have gotten more love than it did, but it sort of came out at not the best time. Uh Um, It's Kingdoms of
0: Amalur. See the reckoning. See, I always hear you and Desi talking about that, and I feel like I missed a great boat on that.
1: It's yeah. So they. Last year, they released The Re-Reckoning, which I think is the stupidest name.
0: The Um, Re-Reckoning.
1: And I, of course, bought it because I'm just... Nope. Live or die by this dumb fucking game. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's seriously like... World of Warcraft and Fable got together and had a baby. And then, like, Dragon Age and oblivion got together and had a baby and then their babies got together and had a baby
0: wow like a multi-generational baby there
1: multi-generational baby all in one all in one game huh. um
0: that sounds really cool though
1: <laughs> it's yeah like aesthetically it's far closer to like world of warcraft and fable mm-hmm. um but it's just The combat is so fun. Um, The port for Re-Reckoning is not the best. Like, you can tell EA didn't throw that much money Mm -hmm. at it to give it, like, a quality port because if you go into the dungeons, they are dark as fuck. Like, it is... Unless there's, like, really good lighting or they have the uh, awesome... uh,
0: it called
1: uh i don't know they're like ghosty flowers that only react to you because you have like magical tendencies okay um but like so if you if they have the plants in there they'll like bloom and light up so you can kind of see but otherwise they're unless there's torches or
0: uh so it's kind of ceiling it's that kind of like uh like almost bioluminescent glow like reacting to like yeah. a magical force yeah yeah, in you yeah. Or something?
1: yeah. Ah, so okay. but yeah like the dungeons are still like very dark um the uh voices don't quite line up sometimes <laughs> but <laughs> what do you i mean, don't like, care i still love like, this game what do you mean the, One the of voices my... don't line up <laughs> So, like, if someone's talking to you, they'll be talking, but it, like... You can... Sometimes you can kind of tell, like, the voice doesn't line up with, like, the facial movements. It's not... And, I mean, this game came out in... Ooh. 2011? Man,
0: I really missed the boat on this, too. Because this is... This is something that sounds like it would have been right up my alley. And for some reason, like, I didn't hear about it until, like, last year.
1: Yeah. Um... And I think, yeah, because I think it released, like, not too long after Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, like, Skyrim was the big behemoth, and people are like, yeah, whatever this fucking
0: game is. So, wait, it mu- um, it, it, it came out, it must have come out in December then.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think it got delayed just enough that, like, I think uh... it was originally supposed to release before Skyrim, which I think it would have been fine.
0: Yeah, I think had it would have been done too- that
1: but they pushed it. It got pushed. And that was like the nail
0: in the. In that's, that's crazy how that works out, huh? Because yeah, that's totally yeah. true. Cause I remember getting Skyrim when it came out and yeah, you're hundred percent right. When I, as soon as I got Skyrim, I was like, I'm, I'm lost. This is it. Like, this is my fantasy yeah. game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're like big open world fucking giants are gonna fling me across the map. Okay, I'm in. Like here Do we
0: this. are. Here we are. Ten years later, and I bought the game again.
1: Yeah. Like. Oh, okay. But I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite scenes of um.
0: I'm alone. Little... Uh,
1: reckoning. Yeah. Okay. And it's the dumbest fucking thing. Okay. Like. It's a stupid random side quest that you might not even stumble across, but it literally had me in tears, because it's obviously the animations. Um,
0: oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, so, trying to remember 2011 graphics. I'm like, yeah, that might be, like, yeah. between Mass Effect 1 and 2 graphics, which was... Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so,
1: there's one character you can stumble across in some, like, rinky-dink little town um, who is asking for your help because he has been grievously injured and so he needs oh, like, no. medicine or bandages so like when you walk up to him he he has blood spurting like actual spurting <laughs> from his neck
0: like he's about to die if it's a vein yeah. or an artery so that's he's like
1: if you walk up to him he's like limping and you know like walking on his little track back and forth but like blood spurting from his neck oh and God. you talk to him and it does the in-game cutscene blood spurting from his neck
0: Is he just talking to like, him?
1: You are you are about to die. Do you, like, do you need some help? And so you do his little mini quest. You give him his help and he's like Thank you so much. Oh, I feel so much better but it's still blood spurting
0: <laughs> It's like whatever dude like you're about to pass out for just from pure <laughs> blood loss but okay
1: so even if you help him his animation he still keeps on walking. he still keeps on walking <laughs> in this little circle and he's got blood spurting and it's just oh, I was just dying.
0: Oh my god, that's laughing. so great though. <laughs>
1: It has nothing to do with the main quest. Nothing to do with story whatsoever.
0: It's just some random That does remind me of Fable so much oh. though. Like Fable had those like oh. random ass quests too that you really didn't have to do that were like that. Dude that's true. The that, like that's, true. that's so that's so funny though. Like I think, like the first one that I think of, I don't actually think of a fable one. I think of a Skyrim one, like very early on. Like I, uh, the the what is it? The gesture? What's name? That's like by by a fallen cart, like just outside of Riverwood. Like you can meet him like within oh. the first thirty minutes or something like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
0: it, like it, it's oh, like some gesture character that's like trying to lead you off into some random thing and it's like mm-hmm. his, all of his lines are such a stitch but but he like just tries to kill you by the time he like lures you off of the trail
1: yeah 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 it's oh it's just so funny like because you can't help but compare game yeah in de- development so it's like when you see something hysterical like blood continually spurting from some dude's Neck, Yeah. And then, like, you come across another game where like, they're just, like, What well, like, Witcher 3 where I help some lady where I'm like, oh, yeah, your husband was killed by wolves in the woods. Do not go into the woods. And she's like, thank you. And then she immediately goes to the woods and sits down and prays by his body. And I'm just like, but it just. <laughs> it's like, I just told just, you. <laughs> I just told you not to go into the woods, but you, you went. Like she started walking, and I'm like, "Where is bitch going?" And I followed her, and then yeah, she sat down and just started praying by the body. And I'm like, "Some programmer made this." It's just
0: immediate,
1: like, like some programmer devoted time. It's like to making this random ass NPC. It's like... not listen to what I told her. First off. <laughs> But then to be like, well, if someone's husband had really just died, they'd probably want to go to his body and pray by it. And
0: I'm like, oh my god. It's like, that's, that's I can see the reasoning in the programming, but think about what that would be like in actuality. That would be like, like, a woman getting pulled out of a burning building, and then a fi- like by a firefighter. Then after the fire is put out, the firefighter is telling, "Ma'am, we're sorry, uh, your husband. We couldn't, we couldn't do anything, but uh, the the building is is structurally in sound now." And she's like, "Thank, thank you so much for getting me out of there in time and saving my life." And she just runs back into the building, <laughs> and the entire walks, second floor falls.
1: <laughs> walks right back in, starts praying by the body as everything collapses yeah, like, around her. Yeah,
0: doesn't wait for the firefighters to clear out doesn't wait for them oh. to turn off the hoses just immediately like ma'am this happened to your husband thank you so much for what you've done in saving my life runs right back into the building <laughs> Oh, uh, that's fucking funny though that's so true like, that's it, so true but on a programming <laughs> level it's just like oh okay cool like they're probably saving resources because it's like yeah most likely the player's gonna walk away and then if they ever encounter them later they're gonna be like oh yeah that makes sense that I see them here but it's like they do it so quickly that it's just like awkward as hell
1: I'm just like Ma- ma'am where
0: ma'am <laughs> ma'am ma'am <laughs>
1: I need you just. Nope, you're not listening to me, ma'am.
0: You did not pay me to recover your body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you die, I will loot your corpse.
0: Okay, just so we're clear. <laughs> it's like I'm just letting you know that's what I'm about. Like just straight up, that's that's uh, that's just me, Geralt of Rivia. You know, <laughs> it's what's. I walk into monster swamps and I'm like, "What's up, spirits? It's me, ya boy." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, demons. <laughs>
1: oh cool boys I love them (laughs) hey there demons it's me your boy (laughs) it's me your boy
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. I love that stuff for some reason. Oh, I, I love that show so much. Oh I, my god. Oh god, I used to I used but, to really like uh, Ghost Hunters and stuff like that, not because I believed it, but always because it was hilarious to watch.
1: It's so much funny to make fun of it's them. It's so,
0: like, I've never watched that show to seriously, to take it seriously, and no. I'm sorry about that.
1: Oh my god. I, so, when I was living with my aunt and uncle at the time, we would my aunt and I would watch that drove my uncle insane because he fucking hated that show but me and my aunt were always just cackling because making fun Mm -hmm. of of him because I remember oh god what was it one episode where he was like at the Stanley Hotel and he's like holding a chair above his head and like screaming at the (laughs) ghosts while he's trying to like (laughs) <laughs> That's so good. Just throw this chair above his head, and I'm like, Zach, why?
0: <laughs> See, there was a there there uh, the the people at Rooster Teeth or Achievement Hunter, they used to do uh, a ghost show there themselves online and stuff. What? And, yeah, they they made one like a while ago. They 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 used to do one and they would go to different places and they went to like places like haunted houses in in New Orleans and stuff like that like uh like Jeff and Michael and Gavin and them they would do it and they did a really they did a really good thing that like I really like the way that they did it because it was like yeah like they're they're obviously being satirical about like making fun of ghost shows and stuff but they're taking it seriously enough to where like somebody who doesn't understand the satire of it would watch it and it could pass and oh, they, w- but the okay. funny thing is, they would still do shit where it's like, all right. I'm gonna walk over here and try to piss the ghost off as much as possible hey fuck <laughs> you yeah you like that and it's like I heard that you died from hanging and they would like take in a rope with them and shit and, be, oh and like God. make fun of the ghost in the fucking cell and shit no. like that I was just like oh yes please this is the kind of ghost show I want where they like oh. they like are trying to piss off the ghost and do shit
1: <laughs> I remember one episode of ghost adventures where like they were on a plantation oh, and like God. Zach just kept screaming at the ghost, like, "Why don't you head on somebody your own size, you stupid cotton picking ghost?" And I'm like, oh, Zach, oh no, oh no, sweetie,
0: like that's that's troublesome.
1: No, no, no. <laughs>
0: Oh god, I think like oh. before before we we come try to come back from this tangent. <laughs> uh, oh god. Um uh, there there used to be a show on Discovery that I used to love and I think it was my favorite example of these shows, but it wasn't ghost specific. It was uh it was like uh like not necessarily ghost stories but like monster stories and stuff like that. And it was Destination Truth Ooh. on Discovery, I remember. Hey. And Ow with what's his face yeah Josh uh, yeah like Josh Hart or something like that not Josh Hart but yeah Gates Josh Gates, Gates. yeah yeah something like that yeah like two first names yeah yeah almost yeah. yeah um but yeah 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 like that one was my favorite one because they would do things like okay we're gonna go see if this monster exists like not just bigfoot but like it, like things from south america like like uh like thing and like things from the philippines things from madagascar and they'd go to like egypt and like talk about different local legends and monsters and stuff like that and that's what they would go see if it was real and see if they could go catch it in the wild or in the trails and stuff like that but it was still the same kind of like ghost hunter stuff where it's just like they're walking around and they're like okay we're gonna set up trail cams here and this and that oh what the hell's going on over there oh my god what's going on and then they run off into the distance and all you see is just dark lights and then in reality it was just like a rabbit in the tree or some shit
1: right (laughs) they're like what is that blur yeah exactly um it's
0: a blur. It's a blur. <laughs> You're in a jungle. It can literally be anything. It, <laughs> it can be li-
1: so many things.
0: It can be literally hundreds of things.
1: <laughs> so, oh my God, so many
0: things. Oh God. God. But
1: I, try- <laughs> I still, I absolutely love shows. So... Like, those are definitely guilty pleasure TV shows.
0: Guilty pleasure TV shows for for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, those are definitely guilty pleasure TV shows because otherwise I I wouldn't really watch that if it wasn't just for that kind of, like, popcorn effect.
1: Yeah, and that's... So it's the funniest thing to me because there's so many TV shows that are popular because the studios can't differentiate between the actual fans and the ones that are just watching it like, to troll it. Yeah. It's like basically what, 90, basically what
0: just, 90 Day Fiance has come has become.
1: Oh, God. I haven't watched... Honestly, I haven't watched any reality TV, and I don't even know how long, because I'm like, I can't.
0: I'm online way too much to where I know about it just because of Big Ed this last season. <laughs> like but uh, but honestly there was one thing that did catch me there was one youtube channel that I'll shout out it was a uh, psychology in seattle on youtube i did fall in love Ooh. with their content because it's a it's a a, a, a psychologist a board certified psychologist with a phd that teaches in in um uh seattle what is it? Yeah, in Seattle, I think, and uh, he uh, and I've I looked him up too. I was like, oh yeah, like he is actually like affiliated with the school and like he teaches college uh, courses on like psychiatry and stuff. And he mm-hmm. watches 90 Day Fiance, and he's a certified couples therapist, and he hey. watches it and he's like the first thing that he always tells is like first of all i can't actually diagnose these people without sitting down with them and stuff but from an outside viewers perspective this is like yeah and he talks a lot about like oh yeah these are like the kind of like triggers and like this is obviously like where they're coming from this is where like as a therapist i would recommend for them to be like having these kinds of conversations and stuff like that it's basically watching the entire and he does like a lot of the different like ever since the big ed stuff like he was doing it a little bit before that but like he went through and like was analyzing part by part episode by episode like a bunch of the different relationships on 90 day fiance
1: Ooh I'll have to check that out because like, I love breakdowns like that <laughs>
0: Yeah psychology in seattle Dr Kirk Honda like I I fell in love with it because of the pandemic <laughs> Uh, it's the only reason I know anything about, like, uh, uh, what is it, 90 Day Fiance right now? Just because yeah. I, like, through osmosis watched a lot because of that channel.
1: And it's, I mean, no, like, we all love what we love. I, you guys, again, you know, I fucking stand terrible movies. Like, oh, God, they're amazing. it's borderline. It's borderline. Like, it, there are bad movies. Um, you guys know I, I did not, like... Uh, Justice League and I was also not a fan of Mortal Kombat because those were just bad movies but there comes a time when that movie hits that sweet when it's so bad it's good
0: it's so bad it's good oh god
1: and it's just you can laugh and you can have a great and it's why I am so thankful that Mystery Sites Theater has hit
0: their Kickstarter goal. Oh, God, and yes. And they're
1: bringing that shit back.
0: Yes. Fucking
1: Gizmoplex is back, baby.
0: I didn't realize they went to to Kickstarter for that next season.
1: Yeah. Which I was like, thank God. I also backed it, because so, I was like, no, I will give you money. Give me Give me my crappy coping mechanisms. Yes, I need you. <laughs> God,
0: I love MST3K so much. I I started watching a lot of that, and like I, I'm a huge fan of Rooster Teeth. So I was watching when they also did stuff like that for themselves too. They did a members only uh, series for that. Oh, okay. Like if you if you were at the time, it used to be double gold member. Now I think that it's just their Rooster Teeth first. But it was a different membership system back then But at the time they did a thing called uh, What did they call it They called it theater mode And they did they did their own version of like An MST3K thing where they would watch Like you know B horror movies It was always specifically horror movies So things like Toxic Avenger and stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, man, I love that, like, commentary kind of style stuff. I don't know why. Like, making fun of the movie while you're watching it when it's a bad movie is just so much fun in its own way.
1: It is. Oh, my God. Okay. So I grew up with Mystery Science Theater. So when I got into it, it was when it was on the sci-fi channel. And it was right before. Was it right after? I think Mike was my first host, so it took me like the reruns to discover Joel. Yeah, um,
0: I remember watching the Joel ones first before Mike.
1: Uh, but yeah, it was because my grandma. So at the time, uh, again, aging.
0: God. Here. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, huh. she had cable. Because uh, at that time, you know, cable was still a fancy, very expensive yeah,
0: You're t- like, oof Cable, and it's like, man, like, look I've got over 70 channels and I only pay $140
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, so
1: <laughs> my grandma had it, so whenever we'd go over on the weekends, like, I would always go to their back room because they had one of those ancient, old like, tiny TVs I would, I would do the same in my grandma's garage because they had one hooked up there Oh, And I would always turn it to frickin' sci-fi because I just, like, randomly discovered it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can watch this. Oh, God, that was back...
0: I guarantee you that was back when sci-fi was spelled correctly.
1: When it was spelled correctly. When it was spelled correctly, when it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) S-I-F-I. Yeah, and it had the little... Uh, the whole planet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember when they made that change, I remember looking at my dad and being like, why are they spelling it wrong now? And he was just like, I yeah. don't know, like, I legitimately don't know why they chose to spell it wrong now. That was yeah. our first thought when we saw that.
1: And now it's just, we're, we just shook our shoulders at it. We're like,
0: I don't know. Okay, whatever. Like, I, I, I have not paid attention to the sci-fi channel in so long. Do, is there anything like still good on it? <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, what's on sci-fi? I actually don't know because I still every now and then they'd have a gem of a like a shitty Saturday night movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like ice spiders or big ass spider. Um,
0: <laughs> uh- I think
1: there was also like a snow shark or an ice shark.
0: Okay, it still uh, um, seems like it's the same kind of content but with Ooh, with a lot of Futurama.
1: <laughs> ooh. This, so I feel like they've sort of turned into almost like um MTV.
0: Now, yeah, kinda. At this point. Like like just, just- For the the current schedule that I'm looking at right now if anybody wants to figure out when we're recording based off of the schedule go ahead but (laughs) but I doubt anybody's going to care but like off of the current schedule that I see they are playing at the moment London has fallen followed by Van Helsing then an uh, an hour of Futurama and then oh no I'm sorry two hours of Futurama Leatherface, Seattle Superstorm and an hour of Twilight Zone going into the morning
1: wow Um, Okay, so honestly, it would be there for Van Helsing because I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and I do remember... That is 100% a
0: guilty pleasure movie of mine, for sure. Van Helsing. Very much
1: enjoying it because, yeah, it was not great, but I was like,
0: I don't care, this is too much fun. It was so bad, but I loved it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, everyone was in on the campiness, Mm -hmm. which is sort of the big thing. Like, either everyone has to know the campiness and like own it Yeah. or everyone is so serious and they're like we are making a real honest to god movie and it's going to be a masterpiece a la like, like um, fuck what was it showgirls Oh, yeah. <laughs> or literally the only person in that movie that knew that they were making a shitty movie was Gina Gershon. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I'm going to dial this shit up to 27. Okay. Um,
0: If if there was any, anybody... And then
1: everyone else was like, no, this is a masterpiece.
0: I think I would like to petition where the only person that knew they were making a shitty movie in Van Helsing might have been Hugh Jackman himself. But I think he was into it. Yeah, because like yeah. from the vibe that I get from every other actor when I watch that movie, like the like the person who played honestly, I'm so sorry I don't remember any of the other actors, but like the person who played uh, the, uh, Dracula, like he 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 for sure was like I'm gonna make this the best Dracula ever. The dude that played the friar <laughs> was like no, like I'm committing to this role for sure. <laughs> that was.
1: Okay, so I only I don't remember his name and I feel really bad, but I'm just like that was Fairmere. It was the Oh my god, it was! <laughs> I forgot about that! It totally was. It was a friar. And I was like, I love you. Fucking sinning Friar? <laughs> you were the better brother anyway. It's okay. <laughs> oh
0: god. I forgot about that. I didn't make that link.
1: Oh, uh, And I still, oh, God, I still just remember the one scene where, like, it's peak early 2000s where they're trying to do the whole, like, ultra-cool femme fatale, like, she can kick ass in heels in a corset. Yeah,
0: Um, 100%.
1: 100%. The one scene where, like, they're drinking and Ben Helsing's, like, Careful, it packs a punch, and then she just like mocks back the shot like it's methic. She's just like, just don't let it touch tug or some stupid shit like that. And I'm like, what is the point of this scene? You know what? what?
0: I, you know what I'm gonna call right now? You know what I'm gonna call right now. I'm gonna say what? that Van Helsing was the was the pseudo neo um campy cult bi-movie that the mummy was. <sighs>
1: Oh, it tried so hard to be. It
0: had the mummy vibes without fully pulling it off.
1: Was it, it? Wasn't the same director? Was it? Was it?
0: I would be so surprised if it was. No. That's got. That's no. No. Hold on. Okay. No. You it, let me look this up. Meanwhile.
1: Okay. <laughs> keep going. I feel like it doesn't it, because it was like
0: the Van Helsing. Summer?
1: Summers? Something? Summers? Was Steven Summers? I think of
0: the mummy. Oh my god, wait, Steven
1: Summers? (gasps) Oh my god, was it? Oh no.
0: Because Van Helsing was directed by Steven Summers. Oh no. Hold on, hold on. The Mummy. The Mummy, 1999. (laughs) Is also Steven Summers! Ah! (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, wait a minute. Steven <laughs> Summers, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> he also did, oh my god, what was the one, like, tentacle um, monster ship thing he did, no, too? No,
0: no, don't don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Hold on. Steven Summers. It was like,
1: I, okay, so this was another guilty pleasure movie, and I'm so mad I can't remember the name, but it was like, Treat, Treat Williams. And Famke.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute. He directed The Mummy, and then immediately after, he did Van Helsing. It was The Mummy, and then Van Helsing, and then The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. He also did Dragon Emperor? He did. Oh, I'm sorry. He also. I'm sorry. I'm saying Mummy, but then Van Helsing. I'm wrong there because Mummy was 1999. But, um, okay. Mummy, the TV series, he also did, apparently. Wait, there was a TV series? Apparently, there was a 26 episode. Oh, the animated one. Wait, he directed the animated one?
1: <gasps> oh, they did do the animated one.
0: I didn't even realize it was the same director
1: okay okay wait wait what was so what was that's the ten, crazy. what was the tentacle one again what was the sea creature
0: uh the tentacle cruise, one the cruise ship uh uh not odd thomas because apparently it was he also produced odd thomas he
1: did odd thomas apparently oh my god deep rising
0: i think you might be talking deep
1: about. rising yes Oh my god, okay. So it has the same guy that was in the mummy, the like the annoying sidekick guy where like Rick was like, the- Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um He was in it again as like the annoying sidekick.
0: <laughs> oh, my god, he directed Catch Me If You Can.
1: No, he didn't.
0: The nineteen eighty nine one.
1: Oh jeez, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. <laughs>
0: So wow, no, it's a, it's a, it's a good classic. Is it? What? What's that one about? Uh, Catch Me If You Can, if I remember correctly. Oh, you know what? No, I'm confusing the hell out of it. Okay. Uh, I'm super confusing. I'm. What am I? For some reason, I'm was, thinking. I'm thinking of a Leo DiCaprio movie for some reason. Yeah. What am I thinking of? Oh my god. This is like the largest tangent of tangents that I realized. No, it's not. We're talking you know about what? guilty pleasure movies,
1: but guilty pleasures always end in tangents. Always so. end in tangents.
0: But oh, what am I thinking of? Is it the? Just, is it also Catch Me If You Can? Is it the same? Are, name? You're the
1: one that has this IMDb up.
0: <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I I know. I'm asking quick. Okay, no. Okay, it it is Catch Me If You Can, 2002, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Was he a producer or something? No, but but the one that it says that he directed was 1989. So, it, this is a hotshot car racer persuades the class president of a small Minnesota high school to gamble on illegal car races and raise money for the school fa- uh, for the school facing closure.
1: What? What oh, is that this? Is peak eighty.
0: It's eighty nine.
1: <laughs> peak eighty. It's movie. the same name.
0: Oh. It it is the same name though as the 2002 one oh that's funny no wonder that's so weird but anyway Stephen Somers like like, The Mummy and Van Helsing both like wait a minute (laughs) what kind of energy do you put out in your movies that like awakens people (laughs) he
1: has got that chaotic camp down pat like just he leans into it he leans into the camp and that's what i love about him um
0: how could i forget that it was kate Beckinsdale in that movie god
1: dude right oh just in that horrible hair like this terrible ringlets where i'm like does anyone believe your hair is really that curly <laughs>
0: yeah
1: anyone <laughs> Because I think wasn't that like after her underworld thing? So it was just this funny joke about her going from vampire to vampire.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was after after that too. I mean, to be fair, it was after uh, and before, depending on how you look at it. That's true. That's true. Because they kept but, doing oh. those.
1: <laughs> Man, now I just sort of want to go down that rabbit hole of like campy two thousand movies.
0: Well, what other campy two thousand movie it makes that doesn't make you think of immediately? <laughs>
1: Oh man, okay. So now I'm like Alright, so we got Underworld.
0: It's like Underworld it. was definitely one of those like like darker was that also that wasn't a when 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 did they make like the later the later blade movies? Was that also around that time? That was. So It was blade, right
1: Trinity. So Blade Two
0: Was it Two and I think Trinity it was
1: 2,000? It... and then like Trinity was like oh or Oath-B?
0: Blade two, Blade 2 was 2002, which was just before oh, both of these. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. that would have been definitely within those years, for sure.
1: Yeah, and that, I mean, 2, I feel is the best, but I'm also super biased because I love Guillermo del Toro, so. <laughs>
0: I, I can't wait to uh, to see um, Mashallah Ali's uh, uh, interpretation. It's going to be great. Dude,
1: right? It's going to be great. I... I'm so excited. That man is amazing in any freaking thing he does. He can make the most mediocre movie be magical.
0: That's so... F- and
1: I still think they got rid of him way too soon in the first season of um, Luke Cage.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. I was <laughs> like, you got rid of a very strong player here.
1: You can't just, like set him up as this amazing villain and then get rid of him in the middle of the season to throw in some random ass dude we hadn't met before.
0: Yeah. Like, I was like, alright, so, our budget ran out to pay his salary.
1: <laughs> right? I was like, either the budget ran out or he was like, ooh, I just picked up this Oscar winning part potentially, sorry. Yeah,
0: okay, I mean, bye. that's also very, that's also very <laughs> possible. By the way, Blade Trinity came out in 2004, which was the same year as 2014. Uh,
1: as 2000- or i
0: I'm I'm so curious, wow. just because I also immediately think about it. When did the later Matrix films come out? Because <laughs> I'm just thinking of everything like within those years that was like a protagonist with a long Dude. black leather coat with a like with a like semi pseudo BDSM like inspired females like side lead. <laughs> those
1: early two thousands
0: to god like there was a thing there was a thing going on in those early 2000s oh yeah yeah who would have thunk it matrix reloaded
1: 2003 oh talk about camp those move like i have a love-hate relationship with because the first matrix movie is so good like I think it still holds up to this day. Oh,
0: I think the first one easily still holds up, yes.
1: But those those second two they just sort of felt like they were like, Oh yeah, this made a lot of money. I guess we could come up with the second uh second part and maybe a third part.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they were like, well... Possibly. Well, because supposedly they were always going to make the, the other th- three parts, but I, they they were always going to do three parts or suppo- something like that. But I don't know what happened. I call but bullshit. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I call bullshit on that. I was like, when I heard that they were supposedly always planning on making it three parts, I'm like, no, what what this seems like no. to me was they knew that they wanted three parts. They knew they weren't going to get it. They made it one part. And when they were surprised that they gave them three because it did well, they're like, oh shit, now we gotta make it three.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then
0: now we're getting a fourth one. And so. now we're getting the fourth one. And now we're not gonna, I mean, that's that's more pandemic related than anything, but now we're not gonna get that uh, Keanu versus Keanu face-off I was hoping for. So oh, what? Because originally, on the on the original um, release dates, Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 were supposed to release the same day. <laughs> Oh! They were supposed to both release in theaters the exact same day.
1: Oh, that would have been so
0: stupid. Yeah, I mean they've changed it now because you know they yeah. postponed it and stuff because you know that obviously the pandemic's changed scheduling and all that. But but uh, before before COVID and stuff, that was the original planned dates. They were coming out on the same day.
1: Oh, you know that is just such a great like little segue where I'm like who does come up with these release dates like I need to know because sometimes you guys really just shoot yourselves in the foot
0: right because there's times where it's like I understand where like a smaller project or whatever might or a project from a different studio you're not gonna you're not gonna know like if they for whatever reason choose the same dates but to know that like a large movie is coming out that is obviously going to draw audiences to it more than than like the attention of what your movie might do who chooses those dates
1: yeah like i understand different studios will select different dates but it's still like you know when movies are like yeah we'll release the same time as a star wars movie and it's like really it's like why you really you really want to take that bet I feel really? like it's a,
0: it's a, it's a, it's definitely a political thing, but I just don't know which political system to connect it to.
1: Yeah. Cause I'm like, there are some movies where I can understand why they would release on another day where it's like, oh, here's some like fun animated film, but we're going to release like this fun adult movie. So like parents might get a little break from their kids or something like that but like a lot of the time Disney even tries to go up against itself you know yeah like I remember they
0: Disney has tried to copy themselves just look at planes yeah
1: like they've released movies like three weeks after they've already released one and it's like why are you wanting to go after yourself already like let this movie breathe like it can still make more money but if you compete against yourself
0: like, well I mean in that in that regard, I would argue just just specifically in Disney's case I would argue are they in that way playing more to themselves or are they trying to play to the attention span of the general audience that they're trying to attract and getting their the, getting the kids to tell their um, parents hey, I want to go see this movie now
1: I mean that's a good point but like I remember one of the things was um so Like when Black Panther released, and I guess it was the surprise hit nobody was expecting it would have been. Which you guys are really stupid if you
0: like. Yeah, they were like, "Well, let's let's give this one director a semi okay budget and see how good he does." I don't know, he's unproven. (laughs) I mean, he's a black director, and we didn't want to believe in a studio that was all black. Run, (laughs) Um, but anyways, look, the movie did super great.
1: Like, it was just a few weeks after that then they released um um whatchaman call it the Ava DuVernay Wrinkle in Time.
0: Yes, yes. I remember which
1: that. Black Panther still
0: slaughtered. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. I was like, who who bothered to go see that? Uh, if you if you had kids that were not into Black Panther, that's what you went to go see. But come on, everybody was into Black Panther.
1: Yeah like and i get it it's all like you know guesstimation so they're just like oh people are probably gonna be done with black panther by that but i saw black panther like three fucking times
0: i did too i think i think i saw it three i I definitely saw it twice i'm not sure if i saw it three times but yeah
1: and then i watched wrinkle in time and i was like i want my money back
0: (laughs) you're like this is a wrinkle in time i'm gonna pretend this is a wrinkle in time in my timeline you have
1: wrinkled my time today.
0: <laughs> You're like mildly annoyed. You're like, damn, now I got to go back home and iron out my time. Like, damn. <laughs> I came out. Give it was all straight. And I'm, guard. I'm, I'm coming out and it's all wrinkled now. <laughs> 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 you just walk out of the fr- of the theater mildly frustrated. <laughs> no. No hates Ava
1: Duvernay. I do love her. She gets better with every project she makes.
0: Yes. But it, that just was not That's a that's a personal it's a personal growth, not a movie growth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's fabulous and I will still watch anything she makes.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh god. It's like th- you know, speaking about uh about things that uh we'll always end up watching. I always like, and also talking about like, like, uh, guilty pleasure stuff. I think it kind of mm-hmm. falls in both categories a little bit. Um, I've always liked, like, watching Robotech being the, uh, the, the show that kind of got me into anime and being like from the 80s and stuff. It's so old that it's like, it's had tons and tons and tons, like, decades of issues with licensing and stuff. But, um, I, I, I I'd like to bring up our final topic. See what I did there? You see what I did there? Uh, Robotech. Well played. Robotech, or more specifically, the company Harmony Gold, now uh, has finally finished their their licensing uh, disputes with with Japan, with the licensing uh, houses in Japan, to now own the rights to be able to play all of the original Macross series um, in America for the first time.
1: Cause that's oh okay, so that's the one that it was like Macross Plus or something like that, right?
0: Right. It was like it was like was Macross that- Plus here, but that was like just like the technically, I think they're qualified as like the lost episodes.
1: Okay. In a way. Okay, because I remember watching that and being slightly confused as to what was going on.
0: Um. Right. So so the so do you remember like. How the Robotech series continued after like Rick Hunter and Lisa Hayes went into space? No. Okay, so basically what, what what Harmony Gold did was kind of what a lot of companies did back in the 80s when they didn't have a lot of like licenses and rights with these Japanese companies where they took multiple shows and spliced them together that they had the rights to and made them one narrative. So they like Frankenstein that shit? They Frankenstein that shit a lot. So do you do you remember any of the of the Robotech stuff where it's like they didn't have um planes but they had like weird kind of tanks that would transform? Yes. So that was that was the series after Macross. That was uh they called that the in America they called that the Robotech Masters. And then, uh, after that, there was the whole thing with, uh, you know, further in the future with the Invid, do you, uh, do you remember that? Like, the, uh, the aliens that take over Earth that are, like, in purple, in purple, uh, machinery and they, uh, they kind of, like, thrive off of a specific energy that is only made on Earth?
1: Vaguely, it's honestly probably been decades since I've seen these, right. but, like...
0: No, it's all good. It's all good. Well, point is, those those three ideas were three different shows, and because Harmony Gold only had the rights to a certain amount of the Robotech series, but they wanted to continue it, they had the rights to these other shows, and they tied them together and then recut the narratives to where they would make sense together, somewhat. Oh my god! So because of that, the the lost episodes back in like two thousand in like two thousand. I want to say eight. I don't remember exactly when the movie came out. Now that I want no, hold on to me. They made a movie, uh, a straight to, straight to TV movie called uh, Robotech shadow chronicles. And that was a movie that was basically rewriting the last episode of Robotech as, as it was aired in America. So that way they could theoretically continue the story. Also showing Rick Hunter as the, the admiral of the fleet, like being 50 plus years old. Okay. Um, and they never continued after that movie. <laughs> and it was a and, and I remember um, I remember going to a panel about Robotech in uh, at Comic-Con in like 2016. and it was a, a panel that was only like it was a panel that was only like a total of I think less than 200 people in the room or like hundred uh, around 100 people in the room. You know, it was, like, in one of the Hall Cs or whatever. Not Hall C, but, you know, one of the small conference rooms, not any mm of the main stuff. And uh, they were talking about how they were, at the time in 2016, still currently fighting the legal battles to try to get licenses for Harmony Gold. I I remember hearing about this, like, six years ago. And then thinking, like, man, I hope this comes to fruition. And then hearing the news about the fact that they finally won their rights after not hearing about anything other than that one panel for six years. I was just like, I, I cannot believe that this is coming back. Oh, what a fucking coincidence. The sequel, the animated sequel was released in 2006, and it was, it was teased at Anime Expo in 2004 by Ar- Harmony Gold. Wow. That's so fucking amazing. <laughs> What is it with 2004? (laughs) Oh. Oh, God, that's funny. But anyways, now Harmony Gold has the rights to be able to actually play the entirety of what was the full unabridged Macross saga that released, that that has to continue with Rick Hunter and Lisa Hayes and their adventures in space.
1: Okay, well, that's exciting to... Rediscover that.
0: (laughs) Rediscover that. It's technically already been aired, obviously, for many, many years in Japan, but it's the first time that, as Americans, we're able to consume that, and we're gonna be able to actually use the licenses, as Harmony Gold has it, to um, to be able to actually make future RoboTech series, to re to not reboot RoboTech, but to theoretically continue RoboTech.
1: As long as they don't fuck it up. As long as they don't fuck it up. Yeah. I hope it's just they hysterical don't. to me. Like how complicated licensing is, you know? Right? Right? Just Like I get the idea that you want to protect your property and you want to make sure your creation is like the best it can. But when you see like that they Frankenstein your project together from a bunch of different freaking things it's like do you really want to be that greedy
0: right (laughs) with with it like
1: do you really want to battle 20 plus years in the courts wasting so much damn money on lawyers
0: as of right this as a uh, as a, a from a small blurb from the uh, from uh, the article that uh, that I'm getting this from, uh, it is um, it was announced in a press release that advertising conglomerate Big West and American company Harmony Gold had finally reached an agreement, which immediately permits worldwide distribution of most of the Macross films and television sequels worldwide, but don't specifically don't specify what titles will be available or where. Another important bit of the mm. announcement is the fact that Big West will not oppose the Japanese release of an. Anticipated upcoming live Robotech film, presumably referring to the long-rumored live-action film that Sony has been developing for years. Back in the 1980s, it was common practice to take beloved Japanese series and edit them heavily to accommodate a Western audience. Shows like Voltron, mm-hmm. Captain Harlock, and, and The Queen of a Thousand Years uh, combined unrelated shows and edited them together to form a quasi coherent narrative. When the time came to do the same with the popular anime franchise, Super Dimension Fortress Macross, it was combined with the completely unrelated, but kind of similar sounding, Super Dimension Calvary Southern Cross and Genesis Climber Mosk Mos- Pita, Mos- Pita. The result was the uber-popular Robotech, which is what we got. Sadly, when Harmony Gold licensed the original Macross for its Frankenstein monster, they thought they had just licensed all future Macross titles, while Big West Animation Studio Nue and Anime studio Tatsunoko production disagreed on who exactly owned the rights and to what. Though there have been several Macross TV films and TV shows since the 80s, none of them have made their way to the US because of the legal disputes. So since the 80s back then with that initial thing is how complicated that freaking license thing went.
1: Okay, I want to throw a challenge. Alright. I want you to say all three names of those shows back to back without...
0: Um, messing up. <laughs> did I mess up when I did that? <laughs> all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm gonna do it back to back. Right. Okay. Okay. Super Dimension Fortress Macross. Super Dimension Calvary Southern Cross. Genesis Climber Mospeada.
1: Okay. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> all of that combined is Robotech.
1: <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like something like she sells seashells.
0: By the seashore, she sells seashells by the seashore. Exactly. How I mean, much those tech names, like, could a robotech tech if a robo could tech tech? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I realize those are like the English dub names or English oh, translation. Oh yeah, the,
0: the Japanese names. ones have to be super different for sure.
1: But I'm just like, man, that. I understand why they called it Macross.
0: <laughs> right, like they just like just across the board. Like I, I get why it's named like that in Japanese because it makes sense in Japanese but in English it's like nobody's going to want to wanna remember that nobody's going to remember that
1: yeah we're yeah we're I don't want to say we're dumb but
0: we're lazy that's the thing we like things simple. We like things simple. Cause imagine <laughs> being around the water cooler in like 1989, right? Or nineteen eighty eighty seven, being like, so Harry, you finished that report? No, no, I was too busy. Did you catch that show last night? Oh my god, yeah, did you see what happened last week on Super Dimension Calvary Southern Cross? <laughs> no. Can you imagine anybody any like any water cooler talk in the 80s like that? Let no. alone now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we barely kind of do it now. We're like, just because I think anime is starting to to become, obviously, much more mainstream than it used to be in, within the past years... Like, people are starting to get yeah. used to being like, oh, man, I love watching Boku no Hero Academia. And it's just like, dude, like, <laughs> just, 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 just save my hero. I mean, we, we
1: still can't say Lemony Snicket is a series of unfortunate events. We're just like, oh, yeah, Lemony Snicket.
0: Yeah, that's why we come up with nicknames. That's like a very, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, nicknames are not just an American thing, but it's very American yeah. to give things nicknames regardless of the name it has.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's just... I love
0: translations. Love- <laughs> Translate translations end up getting real funny. Like I think, oh, you know what, you know what, I might come up with for for uh, for next for next podcast might be a fun idea. Trying to identify movies, but after having put the title into a translation generator a couple of times over, and then back in the English and see what comes out. Oh, I like this idea. And then try to figure out what the movie is based off of that. I like this idea. I I wish no. I could say yeah. I thought of that originally, but I haven't. I've seen things like that, but I love the idea Don't of care. using it for this. We're doing it. Done. We're gonna. If anybody wants to add suggestions for what for movies that might try to trip us up, feel free to hit me up or DM me on the, on Twitter or Instagram uh, as uh, the Damon Lama writer. <laughs>
1: And you can we'll take your submissions on Instagram to bake.
0: There you go. There you go. You got multiple. Which is funny
1: because I haven't baked.
0: You haven't so. baked. No. <laughs> when was the last time you baked something?
1: Um.
0: <laughs> on the spot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. We'll just the... let that awkward silence I think, speak for
0: itself. <laughs> I think the last time I baked something was like, Ooh, crap. oh crap. I mean, I, I'm not going to count chicken parm. So the last oh, time I baked mm-hmm. like a baked good was probably maybe five, six years ago. Like banana bread.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: God, I got to make banana bread again. I, that's like the only thing I bake, but I really love it.
1: It's so good. And then it's always like the thing you make because you always forget about the bananas you bought that oh, you actually eat. And then you're like... Oh, they're brown, so I guess it makes banana bread. <laughs>
0: like, I, I, for me, whenever I notice the bananas are brown, it's never when they're like so crazy brown that it's ready for banana bread. It's always like, damn, I missed it by like a couple days. All right, well then it's next like, week yeah. I'll have banana bread.
1: <laughs> it's like freaking avocados, where it's like they're so quick. It's just that tiny little window,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, of yeah. perfection. And then you're like, oh, nope, shit, too far gone. I got to wait a little bit.
0: (laughs) No, I catch you. I catch you. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh, goodness. Well, that's funny. (laughs) Well, well, I think this might be a good place to leave it. This is, uh, I think we, we've covered a good amount of topics for tonight. You know, we, we, we were able to talk a little bit about Loki, a little bit about, uh, uh, some Robotech or guilty pleasure movies and games a little. And, uh, you know, coming at you again with another episode of the giant contraband robot, everybody.
1: Thank you for sticking with us through this hodgepodge of an episode.
0: Hodgepodge. Thank um, you for sticking through us with a uh, with, with first episode. I will acknowledge it here actually because it's a uh, it's it's not a it's not a nothing first episode uh, missing our, our dear old Desi, but he will throw be back. up some
1: good vibes. Good vibes for Des.
0: Good vibes for Dez. He will appreciate it. Hit us up. Hit us up if you want more on Twitter or Instagram at uh, the Giant Contraband Robot. Check us out more on Spotify and SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. Coming soon to Apple Podcasts as soon as Desi edits the, uh, the, <laughs> the image, is what I keep hearing. <laughs> and we will see you guys again next week. Don't forget to check out, uh, oh my goodness, uh, don't forget to check us out on KDHR, The Night Owl Show. If you want more of us, uh, with a little bit of music and stick around for more upcoming uh, Artist Talks podcast with Desi and some other great people coming up and yeah I think uh, I think we'll be coming at you next week How? Uh, thank you and goodbye